welcome to How To Be Successful with me, Vicky Paul. I'm an intuitive artist, energy healer and author and I'm on a mission to help you live with more joy, purpose and meaning. How To Be Successful is a straight-talking, heartfelt and enlightening podcast full of soul-centred wisdom, home truths, life-changing insights and free-flowing conversations with some of the most inspiring, knowledgeable and honest voices in well-being, spirituality, self-love and personal development. It's a show for people who are no longer satisfied chasing society's version of success because they're ready to embrace their gifts and thrive on their own terms. What does it mean to invest in yourself and why is it so important for your mental, emotional and spiritual well-being? Despite a global pandemic, this year I have invested more in myself and in my art business than I ever did whilst running a PR business for 15 years. And I've seen the return in terms of increased sales, but also, and more importantly, my well-being. Being an artist is without doubt the hardest (laughs) business I've ever been in. There's no clearly defined route to success. There's no boss telling you what to do. And there's no promotions that's going to help you climb the career ladder. And from what I've experienced so far, it is competitive as hell. You question yourself and your ability on a daily basis. Your faith is tested and you have to harness your fears and push on through regardless. Artist is also slightly misleading. It's another word for marketeer, sales director, social media manager, CEO, inventory manager, accountant, secretary, photographer, IT specialist, designer, studio manager, researcher, cleaner, driver, and coffee maker. But despite all this, I absolutely love what I do and it gives me such a buzz and it's a real honor to be able to create a painting that someone somewhere in the world sees, falls in love with, enough to buy it, and then hangs it on their wall. It's it's like our souls are forever connected through my art, and I just adore that connection. And I'm so passionate about the power of my intuitive art to not only heal, but to help activate and shift energy so that you can become the person that you were born to be. And I really believe that we are all missing such a trick with the energy, the universal energy that is available to us. And I connect with and share that universal energy through my art so much so that I have committed to not only up-level what I'm doing, but to invest in myself and my business. I'm streamlining what I'm offering. I'm working with a coach in 2022. And this is what I want to have a chat with you about on this podcast, about investing in yourself. Because what I do and what every single person listening to this does is offer something unique, powerful and transforming. We all have a gift to share with the world. Mine is my energy art. And the thing is, it is our responsibility and it's so important that we not only reconnect with that gift if we have lost the connection to it, but it's so important that we share that gift with the world and we honour the gift that we have been given by the universe by investing in it so that we can reach more people and help elevate and lift not only ourselves, but the community at large. So today's episode of How To Be Successful is all about investing in yourself and why it is so important for your mental, emotional and spiritual well-being. Now, before I jump into this podcast, which is going to be a solo show with me, and I just I want to just make clear that whilst 
Investing in yourself does and often does involve some form of financial investment. That's not really what I'm wanting to talk about on this show. Because when I say that I am investing in me and my art business, that is an extension of who I am. It, it's what I love doing. It's how I, you know, it's kind of what lights me up. It, it's how I want to spend my day. It's how I want to earn a living. And I'm very lucky to be able to do that. And don't get me wrong, it has not been an easy journey. And it has taken a lot of commitment to stick with it because it's, you know, I'm not earning as much as I did when I had my own PR business, which I ran for 15 years. However, I took the sign from the universe in 2020 when all of the cultural events in the United Kingdom were cancelled. And I used to have a business that did the PR for arts and culture. And for maybe six years, I'd been sort of half in, half out, trying to work on my art practice and really wasn't committing to either. And with the help of my husband, and we had a, a, a conversation about this and he was like, look, just, you need to go for it. You've been talking about it for years and I think you need to just try it. So it's been a bit of a leap of faith and it has been bumpy. However, so far, so good. And the joy that I get from not only creating, but from sharing what I do and then the kind of eventual somebody falling in love with a painting, buying it and, and hanging it in their wall or buying it for somebody is just the most amazing transaction. And, and it just lights me up, it lifts my soul and it makes me feel fulfilled. And, and that is, yes, it's partly to do with the financial transaction because we live in a world rather where we need money to survive. We need money to thrive and enjoy life and everything that it has to offer. But actually, it's the, it's the, it's the process and it's the energetic exchange of me creating something from my soul and it connecting enough with somebody at their soul level that they fall in love with it. That just, you know, you cannot put a price on that. So whilst like I said, investing in herself does sometimes involve money. And whether this is a business or not, so you don't need to be investing in yourself from a business point of view. I want to have a chat with you about just investing in, you know, and I'm doing quote marks around it, about spending time and energy in a positive way towards your mental, emotional and spiritual well-being because we are living in a very uncertain time. The pandemic Nobody thought for one minute would be, you know, hitting year two of a pandemic and all the restrictions and, and implications that that has brought. But in amongst all of the hardship and the challenges, there has been light. Light has been shone by so many individuals, but also within ourselves, because I believe that this is one of the universe's ways of helping us to take stock and reconnect with what actually truly genuinely matters to us because we were kind of on a treadmill that was a, an agenda set by other people and perhaps that's maybe for a podcast with Russell Brand you know at another time but we are where we are and now more than ever we are in dire need of investment in ourselves, in recognition of the other aspects of our being because at the end of the day and you read it all the time when you you know hear from and see people who've made it what really makes them feel whole that brings them back to themselves is not necessarily the money that they've got or the the, the business that they've um, achieved it's that connection it's a deep connection and you know that yourself 
It's the the one-to-one connection with loved ones, with strangers. It's that energetic aspect that is invisible, but we all feel it on a deep level. So investing in ourselves is first and foremost about recognizing that we are more than the material world that we inhabit, the physical world that we experience, the outer world. It's about recognizing that we are inner world as well. And it's about taking time to not only open up to that possibility if this is not something that you are already on a path to explore, but it's about taking the time to find ways that connect with you. And that's the wonderful thing about spirituality. It is so broad and varied and utterly personal and you can take it for what it is from you. And there's so many amazing self-help books and, and you know guides out there that share their story and their message that eventually something somewhere is going to connect with you and help inspire you to start that inward journey of exploration. So today, this podcast is about investing in yourself because all our habits and all our actions have a profound effect on our well-being and happiness. And the more that we ignore that and the more that we have actions and habits that don't empower us, that actually disempower us and cause mental, physical, emotional upset, the more challenging our journey is going to be on this planet. And I don't know about you, but the the one thing I want to be when I'm here is I want to have an adventure. I want to feel love. I want to feel joy. I want to have fun. I want to be happy. I want to feel satisfied. I want to feel connected. There's so many different adjectives that, you know, I I could describe what I want from my time on this planet. And I was having a conversation with my husband tonight before I, I jumped on to record this. And we met each other 10 years ago. It will be next March. So that's March 2022, dependent on when you're listening to this. And we were like, oh, check us. Well done us. 10 years. And I'm kind of like, yeah, well done us. That is amazing. (laughs) But also, where the hell did the last 10 years go? It's just flown by and this is the thing that I have noticed with the pandemic I don't know where the heck the last two years have gone it has just it's gone by in a flash despite all the challenges and the emotional upset and the financial imbalance and the, the health implications and not seeing the people that we love etc etc and I'm not even going to go down the political route but there's just so much challenge and fear and negativity thrown at us that it's no wonder we are in dire need of reconnecting inwardly to tap into some of that wisdom that we have that we were born with that's already there. So I want to have a chat about just a few ways that you can invest in yourself. And yeah, if you want to go and spend money and have a massage and get a pedicure, etc, etc, these are all very valid ways of investing in yourself. And of course, If, like me, you found yourself in a position where you are starting a business during the pandemic or you've lost your job or you've decided to change career and actually do the thing that you love and and make your passion into uh, a business, then yeah, that is going to take some financial investment. But ultimately, that financial investment is, I see it as investment in my well-being because the more that I can invest in the business, the better opportunities I have for creating art and making art and connecting with people and collaborating and sharing what it is that I'm doing, which is the bit that brings me the most joy. But this is just something that you can do 
And I would strongly urge that you try to find a few ways to invest positively in yourself because I'm recording this just before Christmas and traditionally we always kick off the new year with resolutions which are all good and well but I don't know what the statistic is I think you know like 90 odd percent of people you know fail by the end of January in the resolutions so this is something that instead of creating restrictions and boundaries I mustn't do this I must do this then commit to altering some of your behavior, not completely changing you. Because I, the thing that I have about all of the, the sort of new year stuff is it's new year, new you. And I'm like, well, I don't want to be a new me. I want to be the best version of me. I want to be true me. And investing in yourself and some of the ways that I'm going to share with you today is actually helping you to be and to reconnect with and find the truth of who you are. Because so many of us follow someone else's version of what our life should look like, that we completely forget who we are at a soul level, at a core level. And, and that means that at some point we're going to wake up dissatisfied, pissed off, lonely, unhappy. And that does not make for a joyful, abundant time on this planet. And if anything has taught me in the last couple of years is how quickly and how precious life is. So one of the first things that you can do, and I tell this to my mum all the time is stop watching the news and I'm not suggesting don't watch it at all yeah of course you've got to find out what's happening in the world but dip in once a day and walk away there's so much fear and negativity and frivolousness on the news and online on websites that it does absolutely nothing valuable for you so one of the worst, one of the best things rather you can do in the new year is limit the amount of time you spend watching rubbish on the television because we get hooked. It's made to be addictive. It's made to suck you in. There's no, you know, we're all guilty of binge watching stuff, myself included. And we spend so much of our time online and watching television. And that does not do us any favors. It keeps us in a negative spiral, a negative loop. So yeah, absolutely still watch telly. I love a bit of crap telly myself, but I absolutely limit what I watch on the television. So I would strongly suggest you try and find a way of minimizing your screen time and not just the amount of time you spend on your phone. I mean the amount of time watching telly. Another thing that you can do is to go and find positive websites. So instead of just scrolling through the usual, and I'm not going to name names because, you know, each to their own, but actively going to find positive news stories. And there is a website called Positive News, funnily enough. And there are so many amazing people doing amazing things on this planet. And the more you tap into that, the more you connect with the positive energy. Because the truth is, we are all energetically connected to one another. We are all from the same source. And the way the energy works is it doesn't die. It's always there, which is why perhaps you can pick up on somebody's negativity and feel kind of shitty after you meet somebody or you meet somebody else and they're really upbeat and really buoyant and you feel much more positive after spending time in their company. So if you know you can do that on a one-to-one -one basis and somebody smiling at you or being polite or pleasant to you in the street can lift your day, then surely by proxy, what time you spend online will have the same effect. 
So go and find some fun things, some light things, some inspiring content on television and, and online. Um, YouTube is awash with positive stuff. And yeah, like you, I probably scroll too much and get torn down the rabbit hole of cute dog videos. And if that is what's going to tick your box, then go for it. But find amazing people doing amazing things and be inspired by them. The other thing that I started to do after we went into lockdown was reconnect with family members on a regular basis. So if you are not already doing this, then I would suggest that it's diarise some time because even though life is so busy, all it takes is five minutes or 10 minutes to make a call, get a Zoom going. I mean, all our older generation are much more savvy with tech nowadays and we are Zooming with my husband's aunt and we do that month a month and we, we connect in in a way that we never did. We never used to do that before the pandemic and she feels like she's connecting. We love being able to see her because we can't just, you know, do the usual, go around for a coffee, etc. because of the limitations. So, invest some time and energy in your family and friends and, and stay in touch with them. So many of us are on the WhatsApp, so many of us just spend a bit of time chucking on a message. But actually, if you took a bit of time and diarised to make a call and really ask somebody how they're doing, what's happening in their life, the positive and the challenging. Because one thing I've noticed with my own relationships is my sort of inner circle of friends. We have a WhatsApp group and we're on it every day. But when we do eventually catch up with one another, there's so much that I haven't found out. There's so much information that I don't know, all the kind of subtle stuff that's going on in the day-to-day -day basis that perhaps we would have talked about over a coffee before the pandemic hit. And I have committed to spending more time connecting with friends and calling them and, and making an appointment to call them because I don't know about you, but half my friends are not interested in chatting on the phone. <laughs> One in particular, she's just like, don't phone me. So we don't phone, but we catch up on um, long texts. But you know what I mean? It's about working out how you can deepen those relationships and actually let your friends and family know how much you miss them, how important they are to you and, and how important it is that you stay in touch. And you're going to be happier in the long run because you're going to feel that sense of connection because it's too easy and the pandemic has forced us all into sort of hunker down mode where we just kind of get the old comfies on, you know, stick the fire on and, and grab a glass of wine and watch the telly. And before you know it, the night's gone and we're in this retreat mode, whereas it takes a bit of effort to actually contact somebody and spend the time and energy listening to what it is they've got to say, finding out what's happening in their lives, because everybody is in the same boat. You know, we're all struggling to varying degrees with what's happening in the world at the moment. And the one thing that I've done this year that I have not done, which I'm probably quite ashamed to admit this, and I was very lucky to have run a business for 15 years. I, I, I didn't really, it's not that I didn't need it, but the business I was very lucky came inward. So I didn't feel that I needed a mentor because I had more than enough work to contend with. But what I have done this year is actually hire a coach or hire a mentor for 2022 to help me up-level my art business. And this is something that, truth be told, I have come to because of a lot of the sort of spiritual work I've done on myself. Because back in the day, 
I would have probably said, nah, I don't need a mentor because I already know what I need to know because I would have felt that admitting that I needed help made me feel, well, it made me feel vulnerable, although I wouldn't have admitted that, but it made me feel weak. And certainly given everything that's happened, all the kind of ups and downs in my life, I have recognized that it is the least weak thing to do is to ask for help when you are feeling vulnerable or you're at rock bottom or you know, you've come from an environment where you've got to be strong and you've got to come out fighting. So I've I've hired a mentor and I actually can't believe the difference in just one session because sometimes you can't see the wood for the trees. And this is in business as much as in anything else. You need that outside perspective, that perspective that is not emotionally involved or clouded by history, your history. And and this is something, maybe you guys are all doing this and I'm just late to the party, which, you know, it wouldn't be like me. However, having mentors for different aspects of your life is a hugely important part to your development. And I started rowing a year ago and we have a coach. And this is, like I said, the first time I've had somebody advise me and guide me. And, and because it was in a sort of sporting fashion, I'm quite a, a, a sporty person, it never really struck me that I was being mentored it was just like well I'm just going to glean as much information as I can get from this person because they've been doing it for 40 years it just seemed crazy not to take advantage of that but when I was thinking about the content for this podcast I was like oh my god I've actually been coached I've had a mentor for the last year so it's not entirely something new so for me that was probably the sort of entry level of getting coached and that was the sort of comfortable way for me to find myself in that energetic exchange, which therefore the next level of that would be to get somebody to help me in my business. Now, don't get me wrong, I have spoken to therapists, been to counsellors, etc, etc. And I guess you could call that mentoring of sorts, had life coaches and that kind of thing. But this is something that gives you the opportunity to not only learn new skills, and techniques, I'm doing it through work and rowing, but also to give you invaluable inspiration in terms of what is possible for you. Because at the end of the day, the way the world is at the moment, it has, and I don't know about you, but because we don't know where we're going to be from one week to the next, it's really difficult to project forward about where you're going to be in a year or where you're going to be in five years, because I don't think anybody figured we'd still be here two years later. So it becomes very difficult to not only dream, but connect reality to those dreams. And, and when you're setting goals for yourself as a person and also from a business perspective, you have to dream big and you, and you have to make these big ambitious goals and work backwards. But that's quite tricky at the moment because we're in this kind of vulnerable, volatile place where we don't know whether we're coming and going. Creativity is another amazing way to help you invest in yourself. And of course, I'm going to say that as an artist. But for those who don't know my backstory, I always painted when I was a kid and both my grandparents were artists, not professional, but there, there is art in the family and we're a fairly creative family. And I did art up until higher and was thinking about going to art school. But Another story, I wasn't quite loving the whole setup of art school. However, I digress. Art was always there, but I didn't 
paint or draw for years because I was exploring other things. And it wasn't until we had three miscarriages and I really struggled to articulate how I was feeling, but also reach out and ask for help because my personality was always the, I've got this, I'm a tough cookie, I can manage, you know, I've powered through, I'm strong. And even in those darkest of days and darkest of times, I really struggled to reach out for help. And in hindsight, you know, my husband and I have said we really did ourselves a disservice by not getting some form of guidance and emotional counselling and grief support for what we'd gone through. We kind of fudged through the two of us and without, you know, some support from family and friends, but really we kind of kept it to ourselves and, and, and supported one another through that. But clearly that wasn't enough for me. And at the time I didn't realise that. It's only with hindsight, the old 2020 vision, but creativity became my outlet. It was how I expressed myself. It's where I lost myself. It's where I connected with myself. It's where I understood who I was and what was happening to me. And really that's how I started painting again, was off the back of this really sort of devastating time in my life. And I know firsthand how important creativity is to not only develop ourselves emotionally, but help connect us to that inspirational part of who we are, which is really the spiritual part of who we that are, rather that energetic essence of who we are, but also what it does. And and I don't know about you, if you, if anybody listening paints or is creative in some way, shape or form, when you're in the zone and when you are creating, you are, time is irrelevant. You're just in this place, in this space where the outer world doesn't exist and it's kind of like a meditation. It's it's somewhere where you can still your mind without trying to still your mind. And I kind of struggle a wee bit with meditation because I'm always like, right, stop talking, Vicky. Ignore that bit. Right, well, let that wee bit go. Take a few more breaths. How long have I been? Oh, I'm really uncomfortable, etc., etc. But painting for me and, and being creative and whether that is making Christmas decorations or baking or yes, my art, or um, what else have I been doing recently? Um, I've learned to do upholstery. So just anything that is creative, it allows us to develop certain areas of our brain and it teaches us how to think differently whilst having fun at the same time. And I don't know about you, but life could always do with having more fun in it. You know, we used to play all the time when we were kids and we just lost ourselves and and. When you do that, you open yourselves up to what is available to you in the universe. You connect with your imagination and that's where so much of our inspiration comes forward and, and connects us with the root, the, the seat of who we are. So creativity is another amazing way to invest in yourself. And whether you want to start baking or taking an online class, if we're not able to do it face to face, whether it's knitting, redecorating a room. We've all got spaces in our home where we're going, oh God, I could just paint that wall or that could do with wallpapering. Particularly now when we're spending so much time at home, go and get some paint and, and redecorate. That's being creative. It's a really enriching way to spend time. And when you're not spending so much time watching terrible telly or scrolling the news, you've freed up some time to be creative 
And if the art or if baking doesn't float your boat, then grab a pen, grab a piece of paper and just start writing. And all you need to do is start with what comes into your mind, what you're focusing on at the moment. That is still creativity. One of my most favorite ways to invest in myself, and it's the easiest and the cheapest, it is to practice gratitude. It not only changes us on a physiological level if you practice gratitude properly and really embrace yourself in the energy of gratitude, it can transform your day, which then in turn transforms your week, your life, etc. But it also promotes a much better sleep. It's really good for us physically and physiologically. And the other thing, and these are all scientifically proven facts, did you know, that practicing gratitude actually helps relieve aggression. And this is something that we all have in us. Even though a lot of us don't like to say that we've got a temper or we can be nasty at times, I'm going to hold my hands up. I am the first. I have uh, been going through menopause for quite some time and thankfully managed to get myself sorted with some HRT that works. Yoo-hoo! It's wonderful. Our house is a whole different place these last few weeks. But, uh, you know, I was at a point where I would just be walking along, feeling fine, and then somebody would say something or do something, and I'd be like, and I just hated that part of it myself. It's the the shadow aspect of ourselves that we just don't like to share and don't want anyone to know about, but it's in all of us. And practicing gratitude helps reduce that tendency because aggression is just a form of energy. All our emotions are energy. And what happens with us, because we are so used to squashing our feelings down, we don't want to go there, it's too painful or we're too mushy or, you know, whatever the the story is that you've been told or you tell yourself, we are disconnected from our feelings and we're disconnected from our emotions and we don't have a proper handle on them. We don't know how to flow with them. And certainly because we are 70% water, we are fluctuating with the energetic cycles of the universe, including the moon. You know, I don't know about you, but the full moon and the new moon, I always feel a wee bit off center around that time. And and certainly as a woman, we have our own cycles and that can fluctuate how we feel and how our mood is. We've got all, we've all got hormones and that plays a huge part in our emotional and mental well-being. So aggression and, and that level of unresolved energy lies in all of us. But when we practice gratitude and really embrace and embody those positive feelings, it helps to rebalance. It helps to sort of stoke the fire of positive vibes in our body that we then can sort of heal the fear because aggression really stems from fear. Everything we do stems from two places, love or fear. And and gratitude is wholly rooted in love. Aggression is wholly rooted in fear and love conquers all as the song and the old quote goes. So if you can practice something that helps you get into that vibe of love, then it's only going to have positive um, effects for you. And for anyone who doesn't practice gratitude, here is the easiest way to do it. And I always do it at night when I'm kind of getting myself settled in bed and the lights being switched off and, you know, that kind of five or 10 minutes before you fall asleep. Sometimes it's an hour, but let's not go there. All you need to do is have a think on your day and pick, start off with three. You know, you can build up to as many as you've got time for, but start with three things that you were grateful for today. 
And I appreciate that some of you listening might be having a really tough time of it and you're like, Vicky, get stuffed. What have I got to be grateful about today? This is happening. That's happening. They're doing this. Blah, blah, blah. I totally get it because, you know, I too have had some struggles in my time, but there's always one or two things that you can find gratitude for. And that is even if it's from something as simple as, you know, just to be alive, you know, and I say something as simple just to be alive, but even when the shit has hit the fan and you are in the, you know, in the gutter and the depths of despair, of which I have been a few times, believe me, you know, it is an absolute privilege to still be alive, you know, so you must be able to find some form of gratitude in that. Even if it's as a Scot, it's always raining in Scotland. I found gratitude for the fact that it was dry. It was a dry day and I could walk the dog without getting soaked. You know, and these sound stupid. And, and I'm, all I'm trying to say to you is that there's a, there's always something to be grateful for. And then you can build on that. You know, you can be grateful for your health. You can be grateful for, for the aspects of your body that are working if you have got struggles with some of your health. You can be grateful for the doctors that we have that are helping you to get well if it's a health challenge that you're facing. You're grateful for your friends and your family, you know, so find two or three things that you're grateful for. And instead of just saying, yeah, I'm grateful for my friends and family, actually take a moment and think of a situation or a conversation where you felt energized and loved by that family member and replay it in your head like a, a video or a memory and start to visually replay it and then connect emotionally to that experience and allow the positivity of that experience to filter through your body. And when that energy has washed through and in you, then you say, I am grateful for whatever the situation or the person is. And it also helps if you smile when you're doing it, because when you smile, that lifts the energy. It's very hard to be aggressive and horrible with a smile on your face. And you'll be able to tell that I'm smiling with the change in the tone of my voice when I'm recording this at this point in time. So put a smile on your face. It actually has a psychological effect on us when we smile, and that will help amplify and supercharge the gratitude. I could go on and on and on and on about all the different ways that you can invest in yourself. But all I can say is that it is one of the most important things that you can do for yourself because when we invest in ourselves, and let me tell you, it is not selfish to spend time and energy becoming a better person because the better we are, that has a ripple effect that goes on indefinitely. So make sure that if you are doing resolutions this year, good for you but also try and include some positive practices that are going to invest in you as an energetic, soulful human being because you chose to be on this planet at this time. We all chose to be here going through what's going on at this time because we're all here to up-level. And maybe that sounds a bit out there and a bit woo-woo for you. I'm going to leave it with you to take or leave as you see fit. But the fact is, we are energy, we're energetic beings having a physical experience. And when we rely too heavily on the physical world for our well-being, we're going to fall flat on our backsides because we're energetic beings and physical beings. So we're missing a trick if we do not recognize and tap in to the part of us that we can't see, that ethereal part that we all have that connects us all to one another. And 
when you have a gift and you have a gift, you have a gift, you have a gift, we all have individual gifts that are specific and bespoke to us. When we connect with that, we not only honor who we are and why we came here at this time, we share that with everyone else and that in turn can help other people to be inspired to connect with the gift and the special part that makes them who they are. So wherever you are listening to this and whenever you listen to this, please take some time to invest in yourself and it doesn't need to cost money. There's lots of different ways you can do it. And Google is awash with amazing content. Like I said, go and spend some time sourcing positive content online. This would be a perfect opportunity to do that. So for those who are listening just before Christmas, I hope you have a wonderful and magical day with your family and friends as best you can, given whatever restrictions you are under, wherever you are in the world. And I am sending you all my love and light for this year. hope you enjoyed listening to this episode and if you'd like to connect with me then head over to my website vickypaul.com or you can find me on instagram at vickyjpaul why not take advantage of a special subscriber only 10% discount off my personalized soul portraits all you need to do is get in touch using the promo code podcast 21 that's podcast 21 And don't forget, you can buy my book, How to Be Successful, available anywhere that you buy books, or you can also get it via the link in the show notes. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And please continue to share this podcast with anyone you think might find it useful. I'd also really love if you could write a review because that helps myself and my guests get discovered by more kindred spirits. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.